0: Baseball money is fake on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft props, mock drafts, and our live NFL draft watch party. So make sure to smash that subscribe button at YouTube.com slash podcast
1: welcome to baseball money is fake a fantasy baseball podcast on the sports gambling podcast network i am blake meyer second day in a row i absolutely love this uh, i've been itching to talk some baseball today too i've been texting ryan a decent amount about baseball i try not to do that but you know shit happens so we are here and as always i am with my man ryan gilbert how you doing today ryan
0: i'm doing good something that, that has annoyed me in the past here i'll get your thoughts on it how in a box score when you open up a player's player's line and like a game log it goes at bats and then runs and then hits mm-hmm. why does it go at bats and then hits then runs i'm sure there's some reason for it back when Baseball was first invented when you could catch the ball on a bounce for an out, but that's how it is. Just something that's pet peeve of mine here. As I look up, uh, Michael Bush's game log. And so we'll get into him.
1: Yeah. They're, they're trying to make sure you're paying attention so that you get the, (laughs) the stats, right. They can't baseball can't make anything easy and they got to make sure the nerds are always working hard to, to get the analytics. Correct. Uh, speaking of baseball nerds, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anthony, I was going to call you a baseball nerd. What up, Anthony? I see you in the chat. I see your comment. Thank you for joining us in the live. Hey, anyone joining us in the live is a baseball nerd, if they're going to admit it or not. Yeah, that's a good point. I just, I didn't want to come out so aggressive, like right out of the gate, but you know what? Well, we're all nothing, nerds nothing here, wrong so. with it, being it, a it nerd.
0: Nothing wrong with being a nerd. Nerd, nerd gets a, a a bad, bad connotation for no
1: reason. That's a good point. Uh, but man, we have like, if you're in here in the live, maybe you'll get some, some, uh, info you need for baseball is about to start these weekly leagues are about to start up in like uh, like 35 minutes or so mm-hmm. we went over some waiver wire stuff yesterday we talked to start pitchers for this week um but there's been some baseball news that we kind of want to go over that's very fantasy relevant and we're also going to talk some of our favorite uh deeper league guys moving forward especially like for for games coming up and things like that for you guys in daily leagues, uh, people that have like daily fab or like biweekly fab things of that nature. And first, I think just getting right into it would be uh, Max Muncy on the paternity list. Dodgers number three ranked prospect Michael Bush is coming up to fill in for him while he is on that paternity list. Ryan, what do you what do you think of Michael Bush? You think he can make an impact?
0: No, I, I don't think about, that that too much until until we start hopping on to record here that that may maybe he could be up more than for just a few days because he he was really good last year in a triple a double a combined hit 32 home runs with 38 doubles in 142 games 274 with a 881 ops Uh, so far this season hit in 337 with a uh, 967 ops two home runs in 21 games Second base eligible, that that's huge. Second base is a, mm-hmm. is a weaker position there. Uh, they have Mookie Betts playing all over the infield, so maybe, <laughs> I know they have Miguel Vargas. I'm not sure how, how he's been doing. I don't think he's been as hot as people expected, so mm-hmm. maybe, maybe this is a chance where Bush could come up, uh, play well, and maybe take the job from Vargas if they, if they can send him back down, or you know just play well enough to show that maybe he should stick up there. I'm not sure how long months he's going to be out for. I would assume probably the entire road trip, three games in Pittsburgh before going back to L.A. So this is a a good three-game opportunity here for Michael Bush to have a bit of a tryout.
1: Yeah, and I think it's well-deserved. He's played really good down in the minors. He's been on a lot of the prospect guys' radar coming into this season. And I think he'll get a legitimate shot. I mean, I can't imagine they would call up somebody like Michael Bush just to cover like three or four games. Uh, like it they could I, they, they could, could I mean, a, the hell they yeah, want,
0: he's the best bat available and you're trying to replace your best bat and uh muncie has what 11 home runs now
1: yeah i don't know i just it feels like one of those things if they're gonna do a short term like fill in they'll just adjust the lineup around and use one of their guys or they'll call up kind of a i don't want to say a nobody because all these guys are like professional baseball players, but call up like a lesser known guy that can just <laughs> call up in. like
0: a like like a Luke Williams, Phillies legend there.
1: <laughs> yeah, there. like
0: he's down there at triple A. He's hitting 375.
1: Uh give he, him the excitement of like, hey, like I actually got to get called up. Like I may never get to do this again, but he gets to be on the big league roster. Like not call yeah, up your like, number like, three like overall even, prospect.
0: Even Steven Duggar is like in the minors. He's like a he's a quad A guy that can be a, a mm-hmm. major league backup. So but well, they probably did want an infielder. Uh, so yeah, I'd be interested to see James Altman uh, crawled out in the chat there, there by Anthony. He's been incredible so far. Seven home runs for him. Just kind of a, I think I saw him likened to a, a Cody Bellinger type. So, so that that'd be fantastic for them. Um, but yeah, maybe they wanted a a backup infielder here to see if he can he can take over the the, the job. Apparently, Luke Williams is already caught up. So, um, my my bad there, <laughs> but. But, but yeah, this, this should be a good opportunity for Bush to to show what he can do.
1: Would you roster him for the like if, not a weekly league, obviously, because it's really it's very uncertain how long he's going to be up for. But in like a daily league, would you roster him for the next few days just to see? No,
0: uh, he's two percent rostered in Yahoo, available in all three of my Yahoo leagues, including my my um, eight team keeper. Maybe if he, if he has. I mean, six thirty-five start tomorrow night, Tuesday night against the the Pirates. So, keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he hits a home run and keep his, or if he bats high in the lineup, that's going to show how long I stay up there for. But for now, it's just a keep an eye on it thing for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I mean, if he has a hot couple games, I'm going to pick him up just because I tend to lean towards picking up the top prospects to get called up from these bigger teams like the Dodgers teams that have uh, an excellent track record of success with their top prospects so if he gets called up or obviously he's called up but if he he has a good couple games to start out I'll probably pick him up I have some guys that I carry kind of a taxi squad on my fantasy team that I don't mind dropping for somebody like Michael Bush but yeah,
0: I absolutely will pick him up if he, if he shows that he's going to stay up or if he gets a few hits in his, in his first two games there. Because, I mean, his future is bright. So you got to take advantage of that while you can. You may even need some Shady Rays for yourself. And our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. They're an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And with Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, there was some other other, other news you, you mentioned before the show. I, I forget exactly what it was. Oh, Lucas Giolito was on yes. the uh, bereavement list for the White Sox. Carries uh, three to seven days I think, the limit there. He's scheduled to start on Friday, so we'll see what that ends up being for him. I, I imagine he'll be back by Friday, but you, you never know what that is with a bereavement. So um, what do you think about his season so far and the, the news this week?
1: I'm so torn on Giolito because he has been a mix of the good Giolito and the bad Giolito. We had talked to Nick Pollock from Pitcher List before the season, and I had asked him what Giolito he thought we were going to get this year. Uh, he said he thought it was going to be the good one because the velo was up in spring training. He just went to six innings, no hits the other day with seven Ks, but then this last outing he gave up. What was it, four or five runs yeah, four runs something.
0: seven innings he's had he's had a one really bad start four innings seven earned, 12 hits against the pirates but like besides that he's allowed if you take seven away from his own run he's allowed seven earned runs in 24 innings that's that that's pretty good especially yeah. over, over the last three starts against the twins Phillies, and rays um only allowed five earned runs in 19 innings it's era of doesn't um, say here, but that's a pretty good ERA. Only five earned <laughs> runs, 10 innings. Two point two point five, below two and a half. There, quick math. Case for nine of nine. Did G- give up two home runs, walked five, but G Lido is is showing signs that he might be back to what he was before that injury.
1: Yeah, it looks like. I mean, his va- his fastball velocity is up about a mile an hour this year, and he's using his changeup in his slider both 25, 26 percent of the time, and they both have about a 34 percent whiff rate. One thing we've talked about here a lot lately is when we do our like player analysis uh, for pitchers, is we like to see a guy that has a it doesn't have to be like the most dominant fastball in the world, but you like to see somebody that's got a fairly dominant fastball and then s- at least one secondary pitch with the thirty-plus percent whiff rate. He's got two with the changeup in the slider that he uses quite a bit. So he's looking better we, this year than we I need, expected. We need
0: like a full episode where you like you like go into what's a good whiff rate, what's an what's an elite whiff rate, what's like a, a lower tier whiff rate, because yep. I know for myself, like I look at the percentiles and, and that that's all I really know <laughs> and base things off of. And I think most people do too. So I think if if we get an extra episode we are able to kind of dig into that uh baseball savant glossary, glossary a little bit. That'd be, be a good episode.
1: Yeah. I I was actually thinking about that for today's episode. And speaking of whiff rates before I forget, did you see Shane McClanahan's last start? I saw he he got like thirty like some, or thirty two whiffs, like,
0: like the most whiffs, like in the, in the air. Or something. Absurd,
1: man! Like 32, 32, 33 whiffs, something like that. Just like he's already dominant. So like, we don't need to cover Shane McClanahan because top three. Starter if, if you in don't fantasy, follow but... the,
0: uh, the pitching ninja on on Twitter, F- fantastic account to follow. It has those those pitch overlays he he puts out there is just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I I have one of Matt Brash saved on my phone that I look at every once in a while just when I feel like being happy. Uh, speaking of following on Twitter, though, you should follow us on Twitter at FakeBaseball, the coolest at on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow us on YouTube. That's where Anthony is watching us live right now. It is at uh, FakeBaseballMoney. And you can follow me at Balake, Ryan at Art Gilbert, SOP. You can check us out in the Discord at SG.PN slash Discord. And... Before I forget, we also had that contest going on right now. So if you are listening to this or watching this live pinned at the top of our Twitter, we are doing a giveaway to enter. All you have to do is one subscribe on YouTube. That gets you one entry five star rating on Spotify, gets you another entry five star rating on Apple podcast, gets you a third entry. We are running it at the end of this week. The winner of that giveaway wins a free MLB shop dot com custom jersey of their choosing whatever team you want whatever name you want whatever number you want yours the real nice ones so be sure you enter that but enough of us i also want to talk about rice of iglesias through recently looks like Mm -hmm. he's gonna be back sooner rather than later
0: sometime (laughs) in may it says yeah
1: yeah, it w- I'm, which really isn't that far out. My birthday is the beginning of May, so...
0: My birthday is the end of May. So I'm going to have to have a, a birthday bash in the middle of May at some point, I'm sure.
1: Let's do it. I mean, man, I'm going to be 35. I'm going to be so old. That's almost 40, pretty much.
0: I don't... <laughs> All right, well, yeah, Ig- Iglesias throwing <laughs> is good because A.J. Minter yes. has taken the loss in both of his uh, last two outings. Gave up two runs against the Astros on the 21st, which was Friday, and then two more, three more, on a Sunday took both losses there. I think those were the only runs given up. So, I mean, against the world series champions, you you can't be too, too mad about that, especially because a two run single to Jordan Alvarez, who's one of the best hitters in the league, if not the best, even lefty lefty. So, um, but yeah, getting, getting Iglesias back for for that bullpen there would be, would be a huge, huge help for them as well as anyone that that drafted him uh, because he's been on the IL all season.
1: Yeah, one of the elite closers in baseball every year. He had 17 saves last year, which, I mean, was one of the higher numbers, which is weird to say because everybody seems to go closer by committee nowadays, but in his situation now, it's not going to be closer by committee when he comes back. He is the man. It's just I want to see how his arm is when he gets back against major league pitching, because even if he does do like the rehab stint, and all that, and faces some minor leaguers. It'll be interesting to see how that shoulder holds up against major league pitching. Somebody like Kyle Wright had a uh, I almost custom tried so hard not to. Kyle Wright had a bum shoulder. He went into his rehab start, and he was getting lit up there for a bit in his rehab start. Braves brought him back, and wouldn't you know it, he's not pitching that great at the major league level, and that does worry me for a closer because teams seem to be quicker to shut down a closer. For longer extended periods of time, when they're struggling or they come back from an injury and it's not going well, they'll shut him back down for a while to get everything perfect. So, if he does come back though, and he's good to go, yeah, he's one of the best arms in the in baseball when it comes to coming out of the bullpen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh,
1: I'm not sure if we have any more
0: other injured guys or news guys to go on, but if not, I have a I have a guy I want to ask you about.
1: Uh. All, all I've got quick is Justin Furlander through a simulated game. Mm, yes, he's yeah. going to come back at some point. And Alex Kirloff hit two home runs in a rehab start, but I'm not too excited about that because there is rumblings that he's going to get optioned to AAA when his rehab assignment is over. So, see how it goes. He has like 13 days left on that rehab. So he's we'll another pot- potential uh post
0: post type sleeper a bit because i think he was hyped up a bit last year if not if not mm-hmm. two years ago I remember. I remember he was the futures card for the twins and it will be the show of, <laughs> i think 20 that was or think, think i think that was during the pandemic i think i think, I think it was 20 was, yeah i think it was 20 but yeah two two runs good to see for him and good to see verlander back uh what are your thoughts on the scherzer sticky stuff suspension here Quickly, uh, it d- doesn't impact fantasy. I mean, I, quickly I guess it does in uh, the starts, but like,
1: I think he skated he skated the rules a little bit and he got called out for it. He probably shouldn't have been called out for it, but he did, so he's just got to live with what he did. Rosin and sweat is okay if it's like a little bit of Rosin and sweat, but I, I have a feeling that that man packed on the Rosin and sweat a little bit just to see what he could get away with, and he got caught. So it is what it is. It wouldn't surprise me one bit, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, I I I uh, I agree. That's it's it's. He was clearly trying to get an edge. He's trying to see mm-hmm. how far he can go. It was Phil Cuzzy who's ejected all three people for sticky, like no one else has. So maybe it's yeah. just. And my only thing is, like, did the MLB official tell him to wash his hands with alcohol? Because that's known to make it stickier. So maybe he was in like MLB official watched True. the whole thing. So like, I don't know. He was trying to see what he can get away with. Drop the the appeal pretty <laughs> quickly. I uh, got, got caught there. <laughs> But we got uh, Anthony in the chat here asking if Lance McCullers Jr. is worth an IL spot. I think definitely if you have an IL spot, IL yeah. spot open, uh, pick him up. He threw a long toss session last Sunday. Still had a schedule. Oh, it sounds like he could be ready to face live hitters in early May, barring any setbacks. So that probably means a June um, return for him, if not if not later. Yeah, he's rostered in all three of my, my Yahoo leagues. I think if he's available and you have someone you can drop and, you know, put him on the IL and just pick someone else up. Uh, I love that. Um, If there's no IL spots, it's a bit, bit more cautionary, but it's still Lance McCullers. It's still the Astros. I think maybe if you can, if you're towards the top of your league in the standings, you can take the hit for the next few weeks. I'd consider it, but definitely if there's an IL spot.
1: Yeah. He's one of the best in baseball when it comes to missing bats. He throws five pitches, four of them for his career, all have over a 30% whiff rate. Again, we'll get into like what's a good whiff rate now. Like, just know that 30% is kind of like what you want. Like, if it's like a really good pitch, 30% whiff rate is what you're looking for. Four of his five pitches, everything but his sinker has over a 30% whiff rate, which is absurd. He just has to stay healthy. But yeah, I agree. I think he's worth the spot. Maybe in a 10 team league, I don't know if he's worth the spot. You could probably drop him, and I think he'll be there when he's gonna be called back up. But 12 team or deeper. Yeah, he's he's worth the hold for now just because he is that good when he's healthy, and the Astros are that good, so he'll he'll get himself some wins there.
0: All right, but before we, wanted... before we get oh, yeah, into ahead, these go ahead, go ahead. Uh, these deep league guys, it could be like some good underdog stories. We are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. NBA pl- NBA and NHL playoffs are here. And what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at underdog fantasy. Besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million in prizes. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for ten percent, a hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. That's UnderdogFantasy.com promo code SGPN. And as part of SGPN's Draft Week, we're holding a free NFL draft prop- props contest exclusively for members of our Discord. It's completely free to join, and the winner gets $250 cash and a $50 SGPN gift card. Just go to sports sportsgownlandpodcast.com slash Discord and go to the NFL channel for the sign-up link.
1: Okay, so we want to talk some deeper league guys that people should be keeping an eye on moving forward. Before, I that, have, before yeah. that,
0: somebody who was you know quickly picked up after his hot streak to start the year and has now quickly been dropped in some leagues... Recently had a two-home run game. Uh, Brian Anderson of the Milwaukee Brewers. His baseball swamp page is still pretty red. Barrel percent, 91 first percentile. Expected batting, 75th percentile. Expected slugging, 85th. Exit Velo is a 41st percentile. Whiff rate is bad. K rate's bad. Walk rate's good. Um, do you think he's worth worth picking up? you think he's anything more than just like what he was with, with the uh, Marlins?
1: Uh, no, I mean, I he, he is kind of known to be a streaky hitter, so that is kind of just he's, what you see is what you get with him. But I have him in the SGPN Dine dy- or yeah, our dynasty league, and I will say that you yes, still have you. him. That's why I dropped Jared Kelnick okay. for. I'm salty that I dropped Jared <laughs> Kelnick to pick him up. Play. So you know, you Play. know, no, I, I did not I realize. Drop him. I
0: did not realize you dropped Jared Kelnick for Brian Anderson. That is, I dropped, I that is one of zero the home run Jared that is Kelnick one of here. the worst fantasy baseball commandments. There is to give up on your prized, hyped up prospect that you've been backing as a fan of the team and also just as a fantasy baseball analyst all all offseason for 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 a, for a fad. He's definitely he, he's a fad and might just be bad. He, he, yeah, but, but you added him. I, do
1: you want to? Okay, so I came prepared with a Jared Kelnick stat for this episode because I yes, knew, please, please do. Okay, it's very obscure and long-winded, so just bear with me here. You ready? Jared Kelnick is the only left-handed hitter to homer to the opposite field on a pitch that crossed the zone on the inner third of the plate this season. It's only happened 51 times in the StatCast era, and he did it in back-to-back games. He did it yesterday, and he did it on Saturday. The dude has crazy power. Yes, I'm an idiot for dropping him in that league. I still own him in every other league, so it, it is okay. If you want to trade him back to me for Brian Anderson, we can work that out here live for on the pod and- right no, now. We, we, <laughs> need
0: to, we need to do a live a live trade, but I'm not giving you Jared Connor for Brian Anderson and two other pieces
1: maybe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I might, I might be into that. I might be into that. <laughs> but yeah, I, Brian Anderson, he's okay. He's worth rostering if you need a fill-in. Don't be me. Don't hold him for extended periods of time. I was going to drop him, uh, actually, before game started today, but he hit the two home runs yesterday. So I'm going to ride it out for another week and see if maybe he goes down a nice little hot streak again. He really, in reality, is like a 240 hitter that could hit you 12 home runs for the year. He just already has five of them now so it's going to be a bumpy rest of the year if you drop him in like a 10 or 12 team league i get it 15 team league he's still serviceable but 10 12 team leagues now you're you're good to you're good to cut bait on Brian Anderson
0: Yeah. also just got a uh, message on instagram which we don't really post on but we got a message about the giveaway he, someone wanted to uh, enter it without having a twitter so if you don't have twitter you can we have a facebook page Mm-hmm. We have YouTube. We have the Instagram at fake baseball money. I'll, I'll be checking messages on there. Um, and I think we have an email, we can put that in, in the show notes if you want to just mm-hmm. email it to us. Rather than I don't know if it's baseball money is fake at Gmail, I, I'm not sure.
1: It's, a, it's SGPN fantasy baseball at, at gmail.com. At gmail. okay. Yeah, so
0: so yeah, so you, you don't have to have Twitter, Instagram or on there, YouTube, TikTok, email. Uh, we don't have a P.O. box yet, but may- maybe sometime soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, yeah, or just, I mean, DM us on anything. Hit us up on Discord, literally anywhere. Like anywhere you yeah. can get a hold of us, mm-hmm. you can enter. I have the Google form on the Twitter uh, pinned tweet. That's solely for me because I'm getting old and it's hard for me to remember who has entered. The Google form on there just says, you put your first and last name in your email. So that whoever wins, I, I know how to get a hold of you. That's it. Because we did a giveaway in the past where people would like, do a five-star rating and then just not tell us who it was. And when you do that, you don't get entered because I can't see the names of the people that, that rate the show. So it's your loss, but I mean, we still appreciate it though.
0: All right, let's get into some uh, deep league waiver wire gems. I know you said you had four guys written down, I believe. So let's hear, let's hear your top guy.
1: My favorite one. I'm starting to like him more and I don't know why Is Mauricio Dubon for the houston astros the man doesn't do anything but get on base he is like the al bryson stott with less power Uh, i saw uh, an interesting tweet earlier uh it says mauricio dubon doesn't walk or whiff or hit for power or get hit (laughs) by a pitch he's the absolute anti-king of the three true outcomes no one in baseball ends a plate appearance with a ball in play more often 92% of his plate appearances have ended with a ball in play, which is impressive. He scored 16 runs this year, hitting at the top of the lineup. Chaz McCormick's going to come back at some point in the near future, I think. So we'll see what that does for Dubon at that point. But he has been like the ultimate leadoff guy. He does what you want. He hits singles and then scores runs. Pretty good running on the base path. Doesn't really even steal bases, but he has utility in – 12 team or larger leagues because points leagues, he doesn't strike out. He has a 5% K rate, which is the best in baseball. He doesn't walk either. Two and a half percent walk rate, which sucks, but so he doesn't strike out. Excellent for points leagues. He gets on base. Excellent for points leagues. And he scores runs. Excellent for points leagues. So he does everything you look for. And he's very, very, very under owned. His roster percentage is going up by the day. So if you want to get him, he's not going to be a deep league guy for long. I don't think, but man, do I love him! I have him in two of my seven leagues right now, and I'm enjoying it.
0: Yeah, uh, Dubon's definitely just just a placeholder. I mean, until McCormick comes comes back, but also until Jose Altuve comes back. I saw he's ahead of schedule. It was mm-hmm. reported uh, Sunday afternoon. I'm not sure how, how long that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna be for him. But I mean, Dubon is playing second base for them, leading off. His uh, his BABIP, which is uh, 342, after being 221 last year, so he is getting getting a bit luckier. I mean, his ex- but his expecting batting average, expected slugging is decent. So, yeah, take advantage of this hot streak while you can, especially atop the uh, the Astros lineup. Second base shortstop outfield eligible, 31% rostered in Yahoo. So yeah, he is a good look if you if you need a uh, second base or shortstop uh, stopgap.
1: Yeah, we have uh, two quick questions here from Anthony. Uh, first one: twelve-team league. Should he hold on to Wade Miley or look to trade him? I say trade him. I don't trust Wade Miley for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, someone like someone like Wade Miley, someone that's like a veteran pitcher that you know what he is. Unless he's making a making a drastic change to like an organization like Tampa Bay, who we know gets the most out of their pitchers. Maybe Milwaukee mm-hmm. has something because they have a. They have Bur- Burns and Woodruff and Peralta. Maybe Milwaukee is able to find something with him. Um, look, at, definitely look. I wouldn't drop him. You can't drop him at this point. But yeah, look to yeah. trade him. See if you can see if you can sell him pretty high.
1: Wade Miley is actually the perfect guy to like if you're trying to upgrade at a position to add into the trade to like make it look sweeter. He's mm-hmm. he's a good trade sweetener to yeah. add in on there. Uh, and then his second question is: Would you drop Beatty for Dubon? I would not just because we don't know how long Dubon is going to be in the lineup for. He's fun Mm -hmm. to roster now, but you never know. Beatty has struggled, which we did see coming there a bit. Ryan mentioned before he got called up that he didn't have the most success last year at the major league level. So didn't know how he was going to do this year. But he does have that top prospect pedigree, which you look for in a guy that you want to roster moving forward. I would still hold Beatty over Dubon in the 12 team.
0: Yeah, especially if it's a keeper. I mean, even if it's a redraft, I'd still go with Beatty. as more he has more long-term potential this year even. Or, um and he's on a three-game hit streak now. Hitting seventh in the lineup, but he is uh 4 for 13, four singles, but uh good to see him get on base and get some uh get some hits on George
1: belt. Yeah, who's your, who who do you got on your uh, your deep league list?
0: I don't have anyone on my list at all. So you can uh, you, oh, you, you can wait. keep going here. I was oh, just kind of th- always just going to go through the uh available players but you, you we got go. a list so so uh, keep, keep firing
1: here here's one that i'm not lying when i tell you he's not that, that rostered jorge soler from miami yes we talked about him a few shows ago i think we did and he like so when i i i have a lot of tools for fantasy pros uh, that I use for looking this stuff up. Uh, I have the ability to see different guys like their roster percentages, but it gives me their average, like between Yahoo and ESPN. Jorge Soler's average roster percentage is eight percent between Yahoo it's and ESPN. It's twenty-seven
0: in Yahoo, so it yeah, must and be, it's like it
1: must be like zero in ESPN. It's pretty fucking low on ESPN, but I don't get it because. 97th percentile average exit velocity, 97th percentile max exit velocity, 95th and harder hit rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's all red. It's all red there. It's it's, it's not. He's, he's looking like the 27 home run guy of 2021 again, because he's got eight doubles as well. Eight doubles, five home runs in just 20 games. He's making a lot of good contact. He does swing and miss more than you'd like, but his K rate's only 21% which is the best of his career and his walk rates 11%, which is the best of his career. He's having a damn good year. I think part of it is because he kind of wants out of Miami. I have a feeling they kind of have an overloaded outfield shortstop situation going on out there. They have a weird situation. With it. They <laughs> yeah. move guys
0: to the outfielder. <laughs> it's, it's, it's,
1: it's crazy. Yeah. So, I, I mean, if he's available in your league, Since he's lowered his uh, K-rate, if you guys have been around for a while, you know I'm a big points league guy. That's kind of my bread and butter. With the lowered K-rate, Jorge Soler is viable in points leagues now, especially with the lifted walk rate also. A lot of extra base hits, a lot of RBIs. So uh, I love him moving forward. Like I think he's rosterable in 12-team leagues. He's on the verge of being 10-team rosterable as well. And I think he gets traded to a contender. And I talked before, I think he could, the Mariners might be in play for him at some point, which would be fun to have him out here. Cause the Mariners DH is batting under a hundred combined for the season with like one RBI on the year, which is crazy, but yeah, Jorge Soler should be on everybody's radar. He's going to go into my next uh, weekly waiver wire article coming out this Sunday. Now the question from Anthony I like this one, too. I've been asked this one a lot. Uh, He wants our thoughts on Jorge Polanco now that he's back off the I.L. Absolutely love him. He was a top 10 second baseman coming into the year. None of that has changed moving forward, and he just went three for five with the home run the other day. He's he just he like two years ago. He had 35 doubles and 31 home runs. So he's everything you're looking for.
0: Yeah, Polanco is someone I, I was looking at before he uh, he came back from his rehab stint, and yeah, he's three for four with a home run, hitting fifth, sixth, third in that in that third tonight in, in that Twins lineup against the Yankees. So, yeah, sixty two percent rostered. He is still available in my in my twelve team league. I might pick him up, but I already have uh, Albie's and uh, Von Grissom there at second base. But yeah, if if you need a second baseman, Polanco, pick him up. He's a guy you can just. Pretty much roster till the end of the season if if he's available.
1: Yeah, or I mean, even if he's not available on waivers trade for him because he's he really is that good going forward. Like it's not like a not a flash in the pan scenario. Jorge Blanco is he's that dude. And I know I just talked to Solaire as one of my my deeply guys, Brian De La Cruz would be another mm-hmm. one. He was on our breakout hitters list coming into the year. Uh he was on my must-have hitters for the year. From my Fantasy Pros article, uh, n- again, I've said this a lot, but none of that has changed. He started out the year kind of iffy whether or not he was going to be on the on the opening day roster or not, which shouldn't be the case because he is that good, but they have some weird crap. Crud- I don't even know what the hell they have going on out there. But, uh, I mean, on Saturday, he went three for five with three doubles. On uh, Friday, he went two for three with two runs scored and a home run. He has a lot of home run power. He's got some sneaky speed in there as well. Only the 67th in sprint speed, but the man likes to try and steal a base or two. So he had probably the hottest September, October to end the year last year. Like he had like eight home runs and 16 RBIs or something wild. And he batted 388. So yeah, he he should be on everybody's radar as well. I mm-hmm. a lot of these guys, like I look at the names of guys that are trending that are with the low roster percentage, and it, some of them just blow my mind that they are down. There. Like Jorge Soler and Brian De La Cruz should be owned in more leagues than they're owned in. I understand why Mauricio Dubon is not, because kind of like an obscure guy. You probably never heard of him much before, and he is probably still haven't heard much of him now. But like Jorge Soler sh- should have been drafted. Like in 12 team or deeper leagues, he should have been drafted. Brian De la Cruz, I was drafting in my 12 team and deeper leagues. Were
0: you 12 team yeah. league? You drafted De La Cruz?
1: Yeah, in uh my home league and I drafted him in TGFBI. Thank you very much. Well, that's a 15 team league.
0: We've been <laughs> five outfielders, but yeah. Yeah, Dela Cruz is just basically a uh, solar light there. His his baseball spot pages is, is pretty red, kind kind of light, lighter red there, but yeah, that's a decent Marlins lineup at the top one to mention for Soler batting cleanup behind uh, Jazz, Cooper, Arias, Soler, De La Cruz there. Top, top five. We see Garcia is six. Then also for uh, Jorge Polanco, too. He he's hitting, should be hitting third in that lineup between Correa and Buxton. So th- these guys are all all definitely worth an ad. Uh, Soler, I picked up last Wednesday, so I must have talked about him on Thursday there. He, he's been, he's been great hitting third tough, tough matchup here to start the week against Atlanta. But I, I think he's still worth rostering in, in more formats than he is.
1: Yeah. And the last guy on my list is I'm iffy about him being on my list. I mean, I I'm rostering him in a 12 team that has uh, like corner and middle infield spots. Uh, Geraldo Perdomo for Arizona okay. shortstop. Uh, he's he's got a lot of Babbitt luck going on. He's batting like 350 still, so he has some utility currently. I think eventually it's going to cool out because he played like 146 games last year and didn't do much of anything. But that Arizona lineup has been weirdly efficient, so he's scoring a good amount of runs this year. He's been kind of like... Uh, I can't say he's been like DuPont. No,
0: I, I mean, th- that's a... a... Decent comparison. His ba- his BABIP is four sixty nine. So getting yeah. a, t- a, a ton of <laughs> luck there. R- yeah, he's another ride it with ride it while you can. Third mm-hmm. base shortstop eligible. Hitting, hitting ninth in, in that lineup though, so it's not gonna last.
1: But he he strikes out more though. It's like twenty two percent, which I don't love. But his on base percentage is like almost five hundred. So yeah, it's more of like a short term. You can ride him now while he's hot. I've enjoyed having him. I've had him on my roster for about a week and a half. I've loved it. Uh, he's been helping me out mine's a points league so he's been very helpful in my points league he does have some utility in other leagues as well perdomo is he is what he is he's getting lucky but sometimes it's good to ride the lucky guys while you can don't clip that uh, and then <laughs> just, like just get the points and the the contributions when you can get them and he is the kind of player that you can drop after he cools off and your lineup's not worse for it like you can find somebody that can give you that kind of production and move from there you can also use him as a as like we talked with Wade Miley using him as I can add in on a trade you could throw Perdomo in as an add in on a trade and maybe somebody just wants that quick little bump maybe somebody that you're trying to trade with doesn't check his (laughs) babbit and see that it's almost 500 you never know like it they have there's use for guys like Perdomo I'm using him for the hot streak, uh, and I'm I'm here for it right now. But as soon as he cools off, you can get rid of him. But he's worth a look. All
0: right. I have another guy that's similar ish, more to Anderson. He's not available. He's only rostered. He's rostered in 57% of Yahoo leagues. Okay, someone we like going into the season. Someone I think we've already talked about this season is uh, Josh Bell. He's been mm. getting dropped, getting added. He's available in my 12 team league on waivers, and like I'm thinking I'm going to pick him up. Looking at his uh. His last 11 games, he's 11 for for 41. Eight doubles, two home runs, uh, OPS 1.13, hitting three sixty six. Stack cast page is decent. The back was a little bit of red there on average exit velocity, 61st percentile. Uh, Barrel rate, 67th percentile. I'm I'm hoping he can finally he finally kind of settled in there a bit in Cleveland because he had a few straight multi-hit games at three three for four on um, Sunday against the against the Marlins with a home run. So, yeah, what do you think about Josh Bell if he's available in a uh, 12 team or 10 team league? He
1: has been one of the hardest ones for me to uh, get a read on early in the season, just because. Uh, in the pre in the off season i was out on him when we first talked about him like in like november i was out uh, and then we got closer to the year and i was in on him and then at the beginning of the year i was out because i hated what i saw and i was telling a lot of people that he was probably the first guy that i would recommend dropping would have been josh bell but now recently he's picked it up he's making harder contact he's got uh nine batted balls over 100 miles an hour in his last seven games so the, the power is picking back up there a little bit. The production's coming with it, which is something he needs to do. He's a good switch hitter, but he needs to hit for power because that's what Josh Bell does. He had that stretch in Washington before he got traded to the Potters where he was batting like 320. But that's not Josh Bell. That's not what Josh Bell does. He's like a, a 275 hitter that hits you 25 home runs. If I remember, correctly, he doesn't hit that well with men on base or in scoring position, which is kind of odd for a guy that's going to bat third or fourth in a lineup usually. Maybe fifth in that lineup, depending on where they feel like batting Naylor. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a hold for now, just because I do like that he's picked it up. If you did drop him, I wouldn't like, just don't look back. Like, it's okay. But if he's available on waivers, just... if you I mean, if you got somebody like Perdomo, drop Perdomo and pick up. Pick up Josh Bell. But Yeah. I would he, pick up that one. there. Yeah, I, w- I would too. All right, one last question before we get out of here. Anthony said, "Any players in mind that are droppable?" That's a tough one. You want me to say something bold on the podcast? <laughs> Jose Abreu. We we talked about that a few shows ago. Yeah, Jose Abreu. Yeah. And then, uh,
0: yeah, he. I think he had a. It was one for four yesterday. One for five on, on Saturday. Yeah, Abreu's Abreu's tough. It's he might be droppable depending where you like would you rather have a Bray or bell right now bell there you go then then yeah. you think jose Bray's is droppable like i yeah. i yeah
1: hey, that's a good you know i, I, like
0: I can't i can't give up on him yet he's still hitting cleanup hitting fifth tonight in that lineup so maybe if if the astros dropping down in the order that shows like they're really not seeing enough but it's still april we're still in april so i got months to go it's been what three weeks four weeks and we have mm-hmm. three or four months to go so I'd wait on Abreu um it's tough to like kind of point out guys that are droppable because I don't know who's on their roster or whatnot but yeah is yeah. a good one um Yoshida was until his his two home run game there I lo- he I lo- saved I love, himself I love with that. that um Lars Neupar had a home run second one of this the season on Sunday as well, um, yeah, I, I can't think of any other people off the top of my head. I'm not sure if there's anyone Anthony can throw in the chat there that he's considering, but I think Abreu is is a, is a decent one for you to call out.
1: What about Santander? You add on? I fucking love Santander coming into the we year. We did
0: that, that. That that's a good one. I think he's been dealing with some some back injury yeah, he's got something or something. Going on. And, and he did have the the big World Baseball Classic, so maybe it's just a, coming down from that you need to get ramped back up. Yeah, I, I would probably drop him before I would drop Abreu. Um, not Manny
1: Machado, no. <laughs> not Manny Machado. Ride him out.
0: Juan Soto sucks, too, for the Padres. I'm not sure what, you're, what you're, what's going on there in San Diego. Just, it's uh, Xander Bogart's
1: show there in, in San Diego. Oh, which I hate to see. Losing patience with Manny Machado. I get that. I'm, I'm kind of losing patience with Nolan Arenado. As well, who's been just slightly better than Manny Machado. I promise there's the grass is greener with Manny Machado on the other side of this slump that he's going through right now. He's still a 300 hitter with 30 home runs. He'll get there. It's just a slow start. Remember, Marcus Simeon last year went the entire first month of the year or month of the season without hitting a home run and finished with like 28. Uh, Juan Succo from, from shout out to CBS Fantasy Baseball podcast, those guys over there. Uh, that's what they call them every time yeah to be fair i was kind of out on juan soto coming into this year just because petco park not hitter friendly even when you're juan soto but everybody make sure you guys are following us on apple podcast and spotify and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts this is episode 66 so if you enjoy listening to us we got a lot of episodes dating back you can uh, i think we started september 8th of last year you can you can go from september till now and see how we've transformed into the beautiful (laughs) podcast babies that we are now make sure you leave a five-star rating and review follow turn on that auto download and also follow us on youtube i post all kinds of weird youtube shorts and you can see all of this in visual form as well Uh, follow us on twitter at fake baseball the coolest at on twitter and you can follow me at balake B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E And you can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop And we'll catch you guys next time See ya